Welcome to Diving Into Writing with me, Lucinda Pebre and Marielle Smith. Join us as we dive beyond the surface of our writing practice. Hey Lou. How are you? I am exhausted. How are you? Oh, pretty much the same, I'd say. <laughs> pretty much the same. Is it something in the water? Is it like a full moon? What's happening? I think we're just trying to cram far too much into our uh, days and nights. Oh, yeah. that Yeah, <laughs> for me. And you know, the funny thing is I see it all around me. So now I'm starting to want like, now you said, and like, is this something that we do because like it's the last quarter of the year i'm not we're sure recording, we're recording this halfway through october right so um i'm wondering do we feel like oh i mean the end of the year is coming and this is what i wanted to achieve this year so shit i wonder whether that's part of it that might be for you <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the case for me. I think I'm just swept along without very without thought or without reason <laughs> by well, the I, demands I, of life. I don't think it's it's for me either because I am just too occupied with the Kickstarter campaign and I'm already pushing goals that I had for this year. I'm pushing them to early 2023 because I just know it's, I mean, I could make them happen, but I kind of enjoy my sanity. Um <laughs> what's left of it so yeah I think I'm I, but I see it around me I see it in my in my my Facebook group I see when I talk to like fellow writers and creative people I'm like do we all feel like the pressure on some level maybe not maybe not I'm just wondering um, I, don't, I don't know it just yeah it seems very there's always something to do um and I can't, I can't remember when I last just took a moment, I suppose. Except sometimes I do get drawn into wasting time. But it's not a proper conscious, you know, meditative moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's probably what I need. I think we all do, yeah. Yeah. And like you said, like I, I have the same, like I find myself stuck to the couch because there's like cats on top of me. But instead of just enjoying that little moment, I tend to get shit. I was about to get up because this is what they do, of course. Right. They kind of know when you're about to get up and that's when they all pile on top of you. That's kind of sort of like the code that they have amongst each other. Yeah. The dogs work together to claim my attention <laughs> right so like if only we could just enjoy it for like five minutes yeah yeah but yeah I do the same I go like I was gonna do something fine I'll sit here for a moment but it's not the same as actually surrendering to that little moment and like fully enjoying it embracing it yeah exactly yeah it's yeah. a, it's a, it's a struggle. Animals are trying to get us 
to a certain place and we're fighting it. I, I think animals like having pets are like a really great way if you do the surrendering part <laughs> to get out of the rat race mm. and, and focus on like, be more. I think they can definitely help you be more in the moment if you're, but you have to be open for it. And I, I, sometimes I am. And sometimes depending on what I'm doing at the moment, I'm absolutely not. I managed to turn it into um, what I want to achieve. So I managed to turn having uh, animals, particularly Luca, into goals and breaking it down into training and and stuff like that. But then I do the same as I do with everything else and procrastinate or... He's a good example for showing me what I'm doing with the rest of my life. So Luca's like a giant mirror. Yes, yeah. And maybe I should just go accept him as he is and <laughs> stop trying to um, mould him into what I want him to be. Mm. Or maybe you should just give them more time. Yes, the patience. That's yeah. exactly what I need. More patience. Well, Christmas is coming up, so I'll send you like a box of seven. Not that I have any of my own, but I'm sure I can get it somewhere. I know. It's it is something that I I've known all my life I need to work on, and yet I'm not sure how to work on it. No. I I think it's 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 I wonder whether it's part just because like society kind of raises you to be like this goal getter. I think this part that's part of it. It's like it's not like very little is actually good enough, isn't it? That's very and, true. And once you've achieved something, it's no longer it no longer counts, right? Because then what's next? Because I remember at one point we were talking about when we were talking about Luca. And you said something about that Lily was so easy. And then I was like, but Lily was not easy at all when she came. She was also a project. Mm. And you completely forgotten about that. I had. I had yeah. completely forgotten about that. Well, that was also like that Lily is <laughs> the way she is now. Like that, that was a lot of commitment and hard work. And it's like once you've achieved it, you forget it. You just forget how. And yeah, yeah. And it's just assume that she's always been like that. Yeah, and for me, it was like I was very much like, "What, what do you, what, what do you mean?" Like Lily, like uh, she was easy. Like she was, <laughs> she was not. She, she was not Luca. Thank you for reminding me of that, though, because I do forget. And it's like, you know, I'm talking to you now and Luca hasn't barked once, has he? In the conversation we had before, he, he just hasn't barked. And Marcus left and got in the car and drove off and he hasn't barked. I was feeding him treats during that process. But he's come such a massive long way and I don't see that. I just see how far we've got to go. Yeah. So I think and it's it's that perspective that, that switch in perspective, I think, that 
and and I know that we talk about this and we have we 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 talk about this regularly and we've also talked about this on the show, but I think it's really important to remind ourselves that this is not like we're so used to looking at the world in a very specific way. And that's how, like what you said, like how far do I have to go? Right. Mm. And despite knowing like the sort of like the inspirational phrases, like it's not about the goal, it's about the journey, stuff like that, which is like, we all know it's true, but Mm. in a Western context, there's still so much focus on the goal that we forget that not it not only is it about the journey, but it's also like reaching a goal that is made up of lots of mini goals. Mm. And I think we forget to celebrate those. But even and, when we've achieved the goal, we Yeah, that's my point. Like and once we achieve the goal, like that's that's the that's the thing that that's the thing that my mind does to me, which is a really lovely pattern that I have when once I've reached a goal that I once thought was unattain- uh, unattainable I tell myself well that wasn't that hard so what was all the fuss about why didn't you do this sooner yeah so I I diminished the goal yeah yeah I that's exactly I and you know it's the same with the writing but I can see it very clearly with the dogs I can see it even clearer with the dogs than I can with my writing, but I recognise the same pattern. Yeah. yeah. So as, as we're talking about it, I did uh, a big race at, yesterday and I, when I put in for doing that race, it was like, you know, such a challenge and, you know, taking Luca there where there's so many dogs and people and cars and all the rest of it and how am I going to, cope and he was absolutely brilliant but now the day after and I'm like so what do I want to do next and how far have we got to go to get there and I just and it suddenly it feels like a massive mountain to climb again but I've not even given my chance self chance to celebrate (laughs) No, I'm like, you should have had a huge champagne hangover now or red wine hangover, whatever. Is your fancy. Yeah, and cake. Should have had cake. But we don't because the, the soon as we do something, we somehow find ourselves, okay, well, maybe it wasn't that big a deal. Mm. And of course, the fact that we just achieved it means it wasn't as big a mountain that we thought it was B, right? Because yes. it was not unattainable. But at the same time, there's like acknowledging like, oh, wow, I was able to achieve this. That is something different than going, oh, wait, this was actually not a big deal at all. Yeah. So what do I do next to feel like I'm achieving something? And also your mind gets hung up on the one little negative rather than the oh, gosh, yes. all the positives. Yes. Yes. So he he nearly ate a poodle yesterday in the park. So I just took them a short walk afterwards because because they were knackered. (laughs) So I just took them to the local park and where I don't go very often because there's lots of people that don't control their dogs and there's bikes and there's, you know, 
dogs and stuff. And he did fine. There were bikes and he clocked them and ignored them. And there were a couple of dogs that we came very close to, but he ignored and he was absolutely interested in one, but very calm and what have you. And then as we're coming back to the van, this guy opens his car and two dogs jump out. And one of them is like a puppy poodle, but it just flies at us like in a mad crazy and starts running round us in circles and Luca's trying to eat it. <laughs> but to be fair to him, he's so triggered by motion and this dog was just, you know, and I was really tempted just to let him get it. I don't know what he would have done. He sounded like he wanted to eat it, but I'm guessing he wouldn't have eaten it. <laughs> but it was just like, but that's what I took home with me, not all yeah. the positive stuff. And, and but, but also, this is this to me, and I know like absolutely zilch about dogs, right? But to me, this instantly feels like this was a other dog owner problem. Yeah, it was absolutely it was. And his reaction was completely to expect him to be able to ignore that. I, w I would be just asking way too much of him. Lily, Lily would, was scared and he was um, just triggered by the movement and the excitability of the thing flying around in circles. But yeah. To, what what did I want him to do? Because asking him to ignore it w was a, a huge, huge ask. Yeah, and the thing is, they both restored to their normal behavior because Lily used to be very scared. Yes. Right, but because her being scared is not that big of an issue because she's not yeah. going to attack anything. She's not, yeah. she's not, she doesn't become a potential danger or like a threat. Yes, that's, that's easier to ignore. But basically, what you see is two dogs. They both react to the way that's most normal to them when something happens, and it's the same. I mean, the same thing happens to us, right? Like when we are caught in a situation that is unexpected, that will like no, no matter how how great you're doing, that might very well like unleash some pattern, right? Well, that's it. That's it. That's exactly it. Yeah. So this is great because what we wanted to talk about today um, was like, how do we measure success? And where is like, like, where's the hidden beauty behind the things that we might consider like our failures? And I do like quote unquote failures because I often think that what we see as failures, there's only, I, I think we, we, we see them as failures because they didn't give us what we wanted, but that doesn't mean that they didn't give us what we needed. Yes. Yeah. I can think when I wrote my first novel mm -hmm. uh, with the expectation that at the end of it, not I wasn't particularly thinking about sales or anything, but I was expecting to have a novel that other people would want to read at the end of it. And of course I didn't get that because I, d I just sat down and wrote a novel. Yeah. It takes <laughs> a little bit more, just a, just a little bit more. Yeah. So no one's ever seen that. Yeah. I mean, I still, I still want to look at it with my, <laughs> like my editor eye, but. 
you're well, very reluctant about that so well there, there's no structure to it particularly then there's no pacing and there's no and it's very full of cliches and yeah maybe it actually just deserves a matchstick then <laughs> yeah and it's very mixed up but it it was a start yeah and it set me off on the journey and once it was finished and I realized what I'd actually got that's when I it drove me to learn what I needed to learn in order to write something that people did want to read Mm. so you could have gone well this isn't what I thought (laughs) this is what this is what I had in mind uh this is not for me but instead yeah you went okay I love this thing that I like I loved I apparently I love writing but this is not what I want so I need to learn more If I'd have understood how difficult it was at the very beginning, I might not have done it. If I'd have understood how much I'd got to learn at the very beginning, I might not have done it. Yeah, so you mean if you've gotten into writing thinking that's like anyone anyone can write a book thing? I think, well, I started off thinking anyone can write a book. But I if think I'd have, anyone can write a book, but I don't think anyone can write a good book. Yeah. But if I'd, if I'd, if someone had said to me, right, before you start, you need to learn structure, you need to learn pacing, you need to learn how to write interesting characters, um, you need to learn all these elements before you even start. I might, I would have gone. Oh, yeah, that sounds too hard. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. But but so this is good then, right? Like so, I think I think plenty of people will see this as a waste of time, right? Because how, how long did you spend finish on on this writing this project? It didn't take me that long because I just used to sit down and write with with no, like I say, I didn't have lofty expectations I didn't think it was going to be um, going to be a bestseller or anything it was just I just thought I could write (laughs) something that people would enjoy reading or people that like the same stuff that I did would enjoy reading and it was only at the end that I realized that nah this isn't I think I put it away for a bit and then when I went back to it thought oh dear but like you said like what you learned in that sort of like failure was that okay this is this is just the beginning and you need the patience don't you it's yeah yeah I didn't realize it this episode would be so much about patience but it is about patience isn't it it's about understanding well, I, th- I actually think that makes c- complete sense because if you're so focused on getting to your goal, like the big end goal, then that is a test of patience. Yeah. But if you can literally just enjoy every step of that process, I think it matters less how long it takes for you to get there. Yeah. 
Um, so I, I, I completely understand why it is about patience. But I would not have thought that on beforehand, that that was a link there. But it completely complete sense to me now. Yeah. It's one of those re revelations that we have. Yes. And Marcus says, I'm the most impatient person. Is he? I think he might be right in certain aspects anyway. So because you are now you are now working on the novel that you want to try writing with Marcus. So how is that going then? Um, we're very separate at the moment. So he's kind of done his bit, done his research, and then he's abandoned it to go write music. So we're, we're which isn't what I want. I want us to come together a little bit more in order to shape where it goes, else I'm going to end up shaping where it goes, you know, if he doesn't have input at this stage. Yeah. But I we, we are on holiday soon, so just a week in the highlands of Scotland, and I've said to him, we're going <laughs> to do some work on this. Because yeah. it'll awesome. just be dog walking, eating, and writing. Well, he'll be doing writing music, but Writing, yeah. No, but I, I would say that, like, during the dog walking, you can definitely have conversations about the novel. Yeah, I think that would be great for a fresh perspective. Yeah, um, maybe a bit of swimming. Be very cold though. Yeah, the wetsuit. I always block that you do this thing, and then winter arrives, and then I'm like, oh gosh, yes, she does that. Um, like, I've, I mean, not done, I, I've not I, done it in the middle of winter yet. I still swim in the sea, but the pool's too, the pool's way too cold now. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, this the sea. I, I have swum in the sea in Scotland at this time of year. Oh. Um, there is the Gulf Stream, but you you wouldn't know it. <laughs> So I don't know how many degrees warmer it is, but you can't stay in long. No. Without a wetsuit anyway. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Okay, so the so where you and Marcus are, that's a bit early to tell, like where it's going and, and um I think I think we perhaps need some more goals rather than less goals with this project. <laughs> Oh, right, just to sort of like, because if you, if you don't set goals at all, de depending on how driven you are, it might not happen. And I think especially this happens when people collaborate because then, you know, one person gets sidetracked by this thing, the other person, and then it just never happens. Yeah. 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 yeah That's that. it. So I think we do need to, we need to set some goals. But we'll, I think we could iron it all out in Scotland. So what about you? Sorry, I, I was in the Highlands with my head. <laughs> what about me? Um, well, I am, this is a great reminder for myself as well, because I'm in, the, like, I don't know when this airs, but I think my Kickstarter campaign will still be running by then. I'm, I'm sort of like looking at you, but 
because you know the answer to that. When does your Kickstarter campaign finish? Uh, the 9th of November. So I think this might, this'll just, this'll go out just before it finishes. Okay. So I was like, I, I, the project got funded in 10 hours, like literally on the, on, on the minute. Uh, and everybody was like, this is amazing. And I have felt, cause it, it, it's kind of slowed down now. I do like it's 350% funded as we speak, right? So that is great because if I didn't run the Kickstarter, I wouldn't have earned that money, right? Yeah. And I did get enough funds to cover all my costs up front, like the mock-ups that I had done and all the proofs that I've done, all that kind of stuff. So that is great. But of course, like I picked this goal for a reason because it, like, I wanted something that was low enough that I was sure enough that my friends amongst each other would be able to, you know, cough it up. And um, so I, I just wanted to get it funded and then see how far it would get. But I see it. A, a lot of people are like, oh, you're done then. And I'm like, no, no. Like there's so much like there's like the more money I get, the better I can make the product. Right. You have like most Kickstarter campaigns come with stretch goals. So more perks or more, like for me, one of my stretch goals is getting a box around the contact that I've created. So I'm, you're not done just because you're definitely going to get the funds. Um, so for me, I'm like, I'm looking at, I'm looking at that amount and I'm like, that's not what I thought I was going to, I was actually going to be able to earn through this thing. Because it's more. No, it's less. It's less. Yes, and of course the campaign is not over at all, right? It's been on, it's on the first week, and it's a thirty-day campaign. So and it's it, your first one as well. It's also my first one, yes. But this is something like a couple of days last week. I was just lost. I was like, "What am I doing wrong?" And then I realized I do needed that sort of change in perspective. So I started looking at, okay, who has backed me? It's mostly my friends and my clients. So on the one hand, I was like, one of the reasons I'm on Kickstarter is to find a, a, a bigger audience or a different audience. Yeah. So that is something that, that, that's like the negative way of looking at it. But the positive way is like, look at all the people who came through for me. Yeah. So apparently, and I also know it's not charity, right? Like, and some pledged like large amounts of money. So I know it's not charity because I have the charity button. It's like uh, um, pledge a euro, right? That's like the charity button. Like, I just want to support you, but I don't really want any of your stuff, right? Yeah. Nobody's actually used that button. So people really came through for me. So I'm now I'm trying to focus on that. Yeah. Uh, because that really surprised me. Also, I, I have this amazing thing is that three of my current favorite indie fantasy authors, one of them I don't even know personally, they all back my campaign. That's amazing. That is, yeah. And so that is definitely something that I force myself to remind, like to, to, to remind myself. Like I force myself to remind, it, to remind myself. Because that is like, for me, it's like a dream came true that I didn't know I had. Yes, I can see that. And it's like, so it's like being seen by the people that you admire. 
And like I said, like one of them, like two, two of them I know, and I, I'm also one of their beta readers. So I yeah. work with them as well. But the other person, I didn't even know I was on this person's radar. I didn't Dude. know this person yeah. followed me on Instagram, for example. Yeah. So that just blew. Like, like when she commented on my Instagram saying, I'm trying to, to combine a couple of your award tiers, but I'm failing. I, was ju- I just sat there like, oh, my God. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, so, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm really. And the thing is, it's really hard work because it's so easy to slip back into the negativity. And just see what you've not achieved rather than what you have achieved or what you need. Yes. And so for me as well, like one of the things, because I knew we were going to talk about this is what I started thinking, okay, so what else about this campaign might I have needed instead of what I wanted? And it's like a very common thing. Like this is something, you know, when you start digging into Kickstarter, they, they will tell you that 80% of the successfully funded campaigns have a video. I have no like I have no video editing skills really, right? Yeah. So first I thought I'm not gonna do it. And then people told me, no, really try to do it. It doesn't even have to look professional. It can just be you on your phone talking about you. people just want to see your face and connect. But in the end, I actually did edit a video together. Like you see me, and then there is a bit of a presentation, like you know, with with images coming in and out of this of the screen, and like with subtitles and stuff. And then there's me again, and I like I put like audio narration over it, and I just had no idea I had it in me to do that. But Kickstarter forced me out of my comfort zone and try if I could actually be able, like you know. So now you're thinking about other places you could use video. Yes, and also a great thing is I read, I've always wanted to create, like for my YouTube channel, like these videos where you do like a tarot spread, you know, the videos, and you also have them for craft videos. Like there's a camera from up top. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so you need like special equipment for that, right? And then I'm like, I'm not sure if I want to invest in that yet. And then I was googling because i really wanted to add a video to my campaign where i just go through each of the cards so you basically just see my hands and i flip the cards right yeah so i was looking at some some youtube video and the constellation that somebody set up looked very much like the arm i have for the microphone so what i did i took the microphone out of the holder and checked if i could balance my phone on that and I, all I needed was like, um, how do you call these things? Did you tie your ponytail? Rubber band? Yes. All I needed was a rubber band to stabilize my phone. And 10 minutes later, I had a video. And as I was looking at the video on my phone, I saw that there was a function where I could add, because of course you heard like the outside, because it was just my phone sound, Right. It said add soundtrack on my standard phone app. So I was like, oh, let's see. So I downloaded some stuff. Two seconds later, there was a there was like sound over the thing. So you've experimented. I, I was forced to experiment. I was forced to do things that I had made really huge in my head. Like it, like the threshold was like just I didn't know how to get over that. 
And because of the campaign, it was like, I need something here, I need something here. I'm just like, oh, fuck, I need to do it. And it, all of these things, I'm not like the video for the campaign took me longer, right? It took me a couple of hours to, to, to figure that out. But like the other thing, I was like literally 10 minutes. I had it done. Like I was like, am I going to do lunch? Am I going to test this? But while I was having lunch, I was uploading the video onto um, the Kickstarter uh, project. And at this moment in time, you don't know where that's going to take you. No. So that's another thing. I think sometimes we think something is a failure before we actually know whether we are going to get where we want it to be. And it's amazing how we can turn an achievement into a failure in our heads. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So that, so that's what I, that's what I am right now is I'm trying to look at um, the small, the, the, not the smaller things. See, there you go again, like <laughs> diminishing. Those are big things for me already. Mm. Like being backed by my three favorite indie uh, fantasy authors, friends making sure that I reach my goal within the first day. That's not something I should be taking for granted. No. When I was focusing on the actual goal that I have in my head, everything looked kind of bleak. And another thing, um, what I really appreciate is the community. Like I've, I've, I've entered some Kickstarter groups and people discuss promos and stuff like that. And like, it's whatever group, not everybody is your person, but I've made some really fun connections with people. And that's so always valuable. That whole, we're in this together and we're supporting each other and rooting for each other. And, um, and also this very, I've had one person, one person sending me when I was sort of like, I wrote in an, an email about like, I really, I think your project is interesting. And I think if it's my project, are you just doing like a, a cross promotion thing? Like I mentioned you on my update, you mentioned me and this person they didn't say it in those words, but it kind of was clear to me that they thought it would take backers away from their project. Right? Yeah. So like almost like I'm afraid that my backers will then go to your project. And the people in this in in one in these groups that I'm in now, they're very no, because it's like like a, a um uh, what's the phrase? A rising ship? What's the phrase? It's not a rising, rising ship. No, a rising tide. That, yeah, a rising tide, right? Um, so, that is, so, so that is just that energy. Yeah. That And also that, like, these people don't care if it's your first campaign and you have two backers. Well, they have like 100 in two hours. They will still mention your campaign. So it's a very supportive, and I, I didn't know on beforehand that because it the whole preparation phase was kind of lonely. So next time's going to be very different. Yes, because now I'm in these groups, and I know I will be keeping contact with these people. And as soon as I know what, because I am doing it again for sure. I already, I, I already know which book because it, it is a really interesting process. Um. Yeah, I'll be more upfront at the beginning. Like, hey, I'm launching then. Can we already make some agreements? Like, can we, like, what are you up to? 
so that I think I made the switch now from it's it's not what I thought it could be to or it's not going as I thought it would be going to but look at all the awesome stuff that's happening because I am doing this that yeah. would not have happened if I hadn't done this. And actually, your your expectations were maybe unrealistic anyway. Of course. And so that for me, like I set an open goal and I kept telling myself, you're going to be happy with whatever, because if I just published it like I normally do, I wouldn't get this much attention. Mm. So it's a win either way. But of course, once you do set a goal, even if you tell yourself, but you're not going to cry if you don't get this. You're still mm. a bit like, mm, come on. Um, but you're focusing on the on on like the beauty, right, of doing this whole process. I, I that is really like I this weekend I really felt the shift, like inside, like from the whole rushing, I can't breathe, like what's happening to maybe this is going exactly as needed, and I'm getting exactly from it what I need right now. Yeah. Yeah. And we all need to examine that, don't we? When we think that we're failing or because there's nothing like our brains for turning an achievement into a failure. Exactly. And this is also, like I said before, it's a constant process because the next thing you do, you have to do this, the whole thing again. It's not like you do this once and now you have this perspective at the ready at all times. No, every little new thing that you are trying to achieve, you'll have to sit back and go, okay, wait a second. Let me look at it from this angle and not from, I'm not getting what I want mm. the way I want it or when I want it. Yeah. And when you think you've had a disastrous day, it's maybe worth looking at what actually happened in the day that was good. That as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think this is something that we have to keep working on, Mm. uh, like on a daily basis. Yeah. So let's see. Thank you for reminding me of that. I think I really needed it today. (laughs) Thank you for listening. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter or visit our website at divingintowriting.com. We'd love to hear from you, and if you'd like to leave us a review, we'd be ever so grateful. Bye for now.